What up, Brad fans? How y'all doing? Thank you for tuning in. And today, you got just me. I'm all by myself here uh, recording an episode for you. And the episode is in response to a listener question. So we're, we're digging into the mailbag for this episode. Uh, we received a question about some dubious-looking uh, health and wellness products, and I spent a good 45 minutes explaining why it's BS. Uh, so I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I hope it's useful. I tried to lay it out in a way so that you could kind of see how I came to my conclusion that it's uh, dubious. Uh, and so I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, send me a send me a note. Send me a, a, a message on Instagram or Twitter at bvampiredon. Send it to the show on those platforms at Too Brad for You. Go to the website toobradforyou.wordpress.com. Leave a message in the content on the contact form. Let me know where I failed you. I am here for you. Uh, send us your questions. I want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Uh, topics you want covered, or like I said, if you if you found something and you and you and you, it looks too good to be true or whatever, and you want a sort of scientific uh, opinion on it, uh, that's what we're here for. That's what I'm here to do. Uh, so I really appreciate uh, getting this question and doing this episode. It was a lot of fun for me. Uh, I think that's all the intro you need. So follow us, rate us, review us on your podcast apps. That would really help. And yeah, send us your questions and comments. And you'll get a whole episode dedicated just to you, like this one. Mm. All right, folks. As promised, we are taking your questions. And this one was sent in to us uh, via Instagram by Andy K in Calgary. Thank you so much, Andy, for sending it in. Um, and I hope all is well with you in Calgary. Um, the question is regarding uh, an ad she found about a product that claims to protect you from the harmful radiation that's being emitted by cell phones, laptops, Wi-Fi devices, all this stuff. Uh, you may have heard of this idea uh, before. It's not a new idea that these devices, these types of devices are uh, emitting radiation and harmful radiation that can cause cancer among other things uh, so her question is is the research behind products like these valid i personally find myself sucked into marketing ploys that appeal to the mom and protector in me however i don't want to throw money away does the science behind this product make sense thank you again andy for sending that in and in short no it doesn't um we can look at we'll look at the specific science of how they say the the product works in the first place but the main crux of this is why would we think that cell phones would 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 cause cancer in the first place and that's where the real solid science is um and it comes down to radiation and the types of radiation that cause cancer and types of radiation that don't cause cancer. Um, so yes, cell phones do emit radiation, but what is radiation? Radiation is just energy going through space. 
So it can be heat. It can be heat from your stove. It can be heat from your campfire. It's also uh, broadcast signals that come to and from your TV, uh, radio uh, frequencies uh, broadcast over, you know, over space and end up in your car and on your radio, sound waves from your stereo. This is all radiation. So when we got to be we got to classify what is harmful radiation and and what is not visible light is radiation so all the light that we see um is a form of radiation uh and clearly all of our eyeballs don't have cancer so we would there's some that does and some that doesn't and the threshold for that is called ionizing versus non-ionizing radiation ionizing radiation um falls on the electromagnetic field spectrum the EMF spectrum um, in higher energies and higher frequencies. So radiate forms of radiation that have higher energy, higher frequencies uh, are known, scientifically shown, to have the ability to, when they pass through your body, disrupt molecules in your cells like DNA. So they can damage your DNA, which then leads to cancer. So these are the UV light, uh, the X-rays, um, I can't think of anything else. UV right and X-rays are ones that we're we're all familiar with, and we know they cause repeated exposure to these things cause cancer. But, like I said, visible light does not. So anything that's like visible light and lower frequency, lower energy, does not have this ability to disrupt cells and molecules and DNA. And lo and behold. Where do all of the types of radiation emitted by Wi-Fi devices, smart devices, um, your TV, your cell phone, where does that fall? It falls in the range of non-ionizing, i.e. non-dangerous radiation. So right away, there's really no scientific mechanism to, to show why these, to, to, to link that these things would cause cancer. I mean, yeah, I guess there's a weak link in terms of radiation. Some causes it, some doesn't. But like I said, these don't. There's no, there's, there's a very well-established um, threshold of when uh, a form of radiation has the energy and frequency to damage cells and DNA molecules and when it doesn't. It's just some is strong enough to do that some isn't it's 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 basically that simple and the cell phones and the laptops and the devices do not fall in that dangerous threshold so right away no real credible uh link as to why this should be a problem and when you think about it if if it was you know cell phones have been around for what 20, 30 years, you know, we would probably expect to see a, a huge increase in, in cancers, but you don't, there isn't, it's, it doesn't exist, this, this, this large dramatic increase in cancer. So again, there's really not a whole lot of reason to think that these things would, would be dangerous. Now that hasn't stopped the myth or the controversy or whatever from, um, persisting uh, as this ad that that we that we were sent shows us um, and it's 
you know, like I said, it's not a new thing. This isn't a new thing. Its latest form is the 5G conspiracy. It's all based on the same theory that these types of radiation do in fact cause health problems. Which, as we just discussed, when it comes to cancers, there's no biological mechanism uh, to show that they would. Uh, now, there's other claims that are made uh, by you know products such as the one that 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 Andy sent that say, oh well, they cause uh, headaches or uh, uh, fatigue and trouble sleeping and all these things. But again, there's no biological mechanism as to why they would they don't interact with our bodies and our cells in that way they just pass through um, so it's a dubious claim to begin with like I said it hasn't stopped people from uh, believing this or uh, pushing it to the point where uh, you know calling for studies demanding that studies be done to to to, to prove one way or the other that these things um, uh, don't cause cancer or uh, the other big one that you see often and you can go back and look at local news reports from when cell phone towers were first coming up and stuff like this you'll see where they say they're putting cell phone towers up but there's no safety regulations we want um, we want safety tests on these things these things need to be tested they're putting up a cell phone tower in my neighborhood with no safety tests what are they supposed to test? We know that the, the frequency of the radiation that they're emitting does not damage cells, does not damage your body. So what are they supposed to test? There's nothing to test. Um, it's exactly like if, you know, a candy manufacturer puts out a new product, you know. They don't, you don't demand that it's safety tested. Uh, we already know what the ingredients are, and those ingredients themselves have been safety tested. So you don't, with every new iteration of it, you don't have to like safety test it. Uh, so it just, it doesn't make sense. There's no reason to believe or there's no mechanism behind which these things would, would damage your body. Um, but like I said, these things, it's not new it, and it doesn't go away. It hasn't gone away. Uh, the idea that these things do in fact, um, cause cancers or health effects so in short if you want to stop listening right now um no there's no reason to think that they do and you are likely wasting your money um if you if you buy one of these products that claim to keep you safe from this uh because there's no reason there's no danger um now what i wanted to do is actually look at this ad and kind of go through some of the things that 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 can tip you off as to why it's 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 bullshit basically because a lot of these health um a lot of these health or supplements or wellness or whatever things like this they follow this same playbook where they hook you in at the beginning with something scary um or something that is emotional that's going to grab you like um like Andy said, her the protector in her, the mom in her, uh, and 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 that's that's fair. I mean, that's we we're all susceptible to get like 
you know, drawn into something, and, and especially if it's presented in a way that then looks credible, where they use science language, right? Like radiation, there's harmful radiation. Well, we know that, right? Like you've heard that before. You know that you can't just get x-rays over and over without getting cancer. We know that. But how many people know that there's, you know, harmful and not harmful? So that's the thing. So I wanted to kind of go through these and just look at how I go about looking at these things and sort of finding the answers um, because we're all, like I said, we're all susceptible to getting hooked by some of these things. And it's, it's, I think, important to take a look at what the common tactics are. So like I said, right away, they always try and give you some emotional hook, whether it's fear or, you know, you want to do better by the environment or something like this or big pharma is out to get you, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think what's important when you're looking at these things is to just do a bit of Googling about, you know, like if you just Google cell phones, radiation, you're going to find a lot of these products where they're saying like, yes, it causes it and here's why, or here's something you can um, buy to protect yourself. So right away, those have an, a bias. They're trying to sell you something. Uh, so you're going to want to look for uh, sources that aren't selling you anything, uh, that are just sort of science, um, that can then be confusing if you don't know scientific literature and how to deem, you know, if one paper is good versus another. Um, that's why you send it to me. That's why you send it to Two Brad for you. And we do an episode like this going through it. Um, uh, but the other thing to look for is if they give you citations in their in their ad or in their article or whatever, look at those citations. Right away, you'll either see that it's the citation is not saying, it's not backing up what the claim was, and that's just poor citation, sloppy citation. So that's you know evidence that you're not dealing with a, a very uh, accurate or truthful product. Um, or again, then you have to look at the, the quality of the of the citation, um, which can be difficult. So I'm going to find an example of sort of both of those things, uh, and I'll link to them on the show notes page, uh, tobradforyou.wordpress.com, show notes and extras, uh, so that you can kind of compare and actually see these things um, for yourself. So first off, this ad, it gives you, it's got about... I don't know, 10 citations through it, all claiming different things. Um, and when you click on them, generally they don't say what, the, the citation has nothing to do with the claim that was being made uh, in the ad. Um, so they have one saying that, do you know that radiation levels today are 100 million times higher than they were 50 years ago? You click on that citation, it brings you to a press release uh, from the WHO talking about how because people were so concerned about this, we did a, a big study or reviewed all the evidence and found that it's inconclusive that these things cause cancer. So right away, the citation doesn't match what the claim, what the sentence was, so sloppy citation. And it also, when you read it, <laughs> it just it contradicts what they're saying. You know, they're saying they have another uh, claim in the in the paper where I think it says like, Study after study has shown that uh, our, our bodies absorb radiation from these devices like a sponge, 
right? You click on that citation, it brings you to the National Cancer Society, credible source, um, and it's just an info page about cell phones, uh, the type of radiation that they emit, basically just summarizing everything that I just said about ionizing versus non-ionizing radiation, and then again saying, look it, there's a lot of studies out there, and none of it is conclusive. It's not conclusive. It's not a, there's no conclusive evidence uh, to say that these things would cause cancer or have any adverse effects. So their citations are totally contradicting the whole claims that they're making about these, uh, about these devices and then your need for a product to protect you. Um, the one that says the you absorb the devices like a sponge and it gives it brings you to this cancer page, it doesn't talk about your body absorbing them at all. I mean, <laughs> and like I said, it's just a summary of the evidence that says, again, no conclusive evidence. So like right there in the first two lines, if you look at the, if you go through, take the time to go through the citations, you'll see that it's, there's a whole lot of nothing going on here. Uh, and then they have the third citation is one study highlighted by the American Cancer Society had people hold a phone to their ear for 50 minutes. It found significant changes to brain tissues, but only the part of the brain that was close to the phone. Go to that page, and it's the American Cancer Society, which, yes, is a credible source, but there's no mention that I can see of a study about changes to brain tissue. Uh, it again um, summarizes the research that's well it first gives you the the background of like why people would why you might think that these things uh, could cause cancer uh, but you know there's ionizing radiation and non-ionizing radiation and these devices fall into the non-ionizing radiation and then this page actually does kind of um, go through some of the summarize some of the big studies that have looked at it and say there is no conclusive evidence that these things cause cancer. So when you're looking at these things, when you're and especially this American Cancer Society page, you will see that there's some studies that have found a link, right? So there's a link to cancer. Now, when you're talking about you know studies that are trying to find links between um, an exposure and then a disease, we have to understand that it's for things like cancer it's really hard to classify a lot of things because there's a lot of different factors uh, that could go into like if you got a group of people and they had cancer uh, and another group of people who are similar didn't have cancer uh, and then you compare how much they use their phones maybe you'll see that some of the people who have cancer uh, use their phone more but these are really really hard to make a conclusion, a, a solid conclusion, because um, there's so many other factors. There's so like genetics, um, other environmental exposures. Like it's just in order to make a very conclusive case, you need explicit evidence. And again, when there's no conclusive, you know, clear clear correlation which we all know too, correlation does not necessarily mean causation, but if there's, if there's a lack of a clear correlation or a clear overall link, then we got to look at, well, why would these things, why would, what's the biological mechanism? And as we just discussed, there is no biological mechanism. So 
you can look at these these uh, sources that they cite and you can take away, well, some studies found that it, it was true, but no one study can make that claim. No one study, you can't just cherry pick one study. For example, they had a study here uh, in rats and mice where they exposed them to these forms of radiation. Um, and in male rats, there was uh, an increase in some types of tumors, but in female rats, there wasn't. And in female and male mice, there wasn't. So there could be another reason as to why only male rats develop these cancers. Um, you know, there's also questions about uh, strains of, of, of lab mice. Uh, some of them are, have been bred to, to be more cancerous. So we have to look at the overall uh, evidence. You can't just take that one thing and say, oh, well, male rats had more cancer. Well, most rats didn't. You know, the females and then the, sorry, most rodents didn't, if you look at it. The female rats didn't, and neither sex of the mice did. So that doesn't really say anything. And, and a lot of these studies have mixed results. So even when they do large cohort studies um, for uh, with people, like I said, again, where you're trying to compare groups of people, some with cancer, some without, and try and tease out the factors that would go into it, um, it's again inconclusive. Uh, so again, from this American Cancer Society page, uh, there was an interphone study. It was called comparing more than a thousand people with acoustic neuromas. So that's a type of cancer that you know people think you might get from a phone because it's in the area where of your brain where you're, you're holding the phone. Um, and they compared those people to more than 2,000 people without tumors who served as matched controls. So matched controls are basically just you try and find people who are exact, as close to exactly the same in terms of age, uh, other disease risk factors, uh, environmental factors, all this stuff, um, even socioeconomic factors um, that are as, most, they're as closely matched to the people with cancer uh, as you can find and then hopefully there's some the differences in between those people will give you an idea as to what might have caused the cancer um, and in this study they found there was no overall link between cell phone use and acoustic neuromas um, there was again a suggestion of a possible increased risk in the 10% of people who use their phone the most but this finding was hard to interpret because some people reported implausibly high cell phone use so there is major caveats to these studies and like i said again the language that's going to be used in places like the american cancer society and uh, the who is going to be very hedging the science the medical community the science community they're going to hedge their bets a lot in these kind of things because they're going to say well look at there's some studies that said this, even if most studies said no or were inconclusive, we still have to kind of say it might. There's a possible link. And you have to understand that when they're saying that, it's because, you know, they're responsible for the health and safety of all these people. So they can't rule it out. You know, you can't 100% rule it out but it does not fall into the realm of things like UV light, x-rays, you know, where we know those things cause cancer. These are, there is, 
you know, multiple studies done, lots of studies with lots of cohorts of people, and there is no conclusive evidence that these things can cause cancer. And then again, going back to just the biological mechanism, there's no reason to think that they have the ability to do that because they don't have the high enough frequency and energy to disrupt DNA and cells. So right away, you know, the first three citations in this ad either contradict what they're saying. Well, I mean, they all do. Um, they don't. It's not as clear cut as this ad will make it sound where it's like the Cancer Society found this study where significant changes to brain tissues is like that no they didn't that doesn't exist it's not in their in their citation and all of the citations are saying there's no definite link there's limited evidence at best some of them say there's inadequate evidence um, to make this link at all um, so that's it I mean you just look at the citations and see and see what you can see what you can see um, and like I said too, the, the 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 citations don't correspond to the statement being made in the in the in the ad. So that's just poor poor citation. That's sloppy. That's shitty. It it shows you that they they're expecting you to not even check those citations. Um, now let's take a look at an example of one where it's like again it can be a bit you know confusing. Um, as to what this means. Uh, so the World Health Organization now classifies EMFs, that's electromagnetic fields, um, as class 2B carcinogen, the same type as lead and asbestos. Now that sounds bad, right? Sounds really bad. But like I said, these things you have to hedge. They're always going to hedge. So if they can't conclusively say some it causes cancer or not, uh, then it doesn't go on the definite carcinogen list. It goes on the class 2B possible carcinogen list, um, which is a very big list that has a lot of things on it that may or may not cause cancer. And again, when you're a, a health agency or someplace like the FDA or something like this, you have to look at all these things. That's your job, is you have to look at it. So just the fact that they're looking at it and putting it on one list or another means nothing. They're looking at everything. You know, Ginkgo Balboa, I think, is on the, the class 2B carcinogen list. You know, if you, if you looked at it, you would find a lot of things that you're not worried about um, as causing cancer on these lists. And it's just simply because we have to have a category. And the burden of evidence to completely rule something out is very high, as it should be. That's what you would want, right? You want your health organizations to be very strict on these things. But we also have, on the other end, very clear evidence and examples of things that do cause cancer. And electromagnetic fields and radiation from your cell phones and your devices is not one of those things. Um... Here's another one that these types of, of things like to do, and that's, you know, they have this statement in here. 250 independent scientists from 43 countries have signed a petition to the United Nations urging them to stop the reckless growth of EMFs worldwide. Ugh. So you can look at that citation and 
yes, there is a letter. These people signed a letter um, that says they, let me read the opening paragraph here for you. We are scientists engaged in the study of biological and health effects of non-ionizing electromagnetic fields, EMFs, Based upon peer-reviewed published research, we have serious concerns regarding the ubiquitous and increasing exposure to EMF generated by electric and wireless devices. So there's a group of people that are concerned about it. Unfortunately, so what? You know, we just went through all the the evidence about the studies and stuff uh, saying uh, that there is really, you know, no conclusive evidence. So just because you have a group of people, whether they're scientists or not, that say they're concerned about it really means jack shit. I mean, if you if you look at the climate change debate, I mean, you have 99.9% of scientists who study climate change saying the evidence shows this, this is the evidence, and you have 1% of people that don't. It's like, there's those aren't equal weights, you know? Um, so a lot of times with these letters or these things like this too, you know, there's there's people that genuinely believe that what they're doing is right. They are convinced for one reason or another uh, that either the research is wrong or they know something that you don't or something like this. So there is a group of these people that sign these letters and do these kind of campaigns and stuff that are genuine, even if they're wrong. Um, there's another group that uh, are lobbying, so they're getting paid. Uh, for some reason or another. In the climate example, that is for sure the case. In this, I don't know who would be providing uh, uh, money to people to sign these letters. I don't know, maybe these companies that are making these products or whatever. Um, you know, there's always, you can always follow the money and find and find that out. Um, there's also a lot of times when you look at these letters, it's like 250 scientists and we're all and they say we're engaged in the study of biological and health effects but are they you know i don't know um some of the credentials don't seem to to fit someone that would be doing that um and the other thing is again you have people that in these fields you have to hedge so they might again be genuine in thinking that uh, well, you know, this is something that we need to look into uh, and that we should look into. But again, just saying we need to look into it and something we should be aware of is very different than what this product, what the ad of this product will have you believe, which is that all of these people think that there is impending danger and that, you know, you're going to get fucked by these disease or by these devices. Um, and depending on how these signatures were elicited, solicited, sorry, um, you know, the wording even to the, when asking for these people's signatures may have been misleading in a way where they said like, hey, do you want to sign our letter that just says, you know, we should look into this more? And then, you know, when they're like, yeah, sure, of course, I, I can agree with that. You sign the letter. And then the next thing you know, you're, you're, this letter is being used to make all sorts of claims that you may or may not actually agree with. Um, so these letters don't really mean a lot to me. Um, and again, uh, it's not a weighted, you know, the it's not a equal weight kind of thing. If you say you have 250 scientists um, saying they signed this letter that this is a problem. Well, you have how many countless um, radiologists, physicists, uh, 
statisticians, uh, epidemiologists, all of these people that didn't sign the letter, how many of those prof professionals do you think exist in the world? Thousands upon thousands. And only 250 signed a letter. So it's really not that big of a of a group of people, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, finally, uh, I want to point out a few more things here with this um, report, with this ad, because they say that they've done all this independent testing that also shows um, that this is a problem. Uh, so you click on the source they have for this independent testing they've done, and it's called a microscopy research report. And this will be linked in the show notes because this is an example of a bad paper. So if you see something that looks like this, it is not generally a, uh, doesn't look like a reputable scientific study. The way in which it's laid out um, is not how journals are normally laid out. Um, it's also, it appears to be a commissioned research uh, report. So basically the company hired somebody to do this research um, and show what they want. Well, hired them to do this research and then they get to, you know, put it on their website. So generally when these things are done, it's somebody wants to wants knows what answer they want and they hire somebody to do some kind of research that gives them that answer. Um, and this is a, a report um, testing of the of the device that's going to um, protect you from these EMFs and they're using this thing called live blood analysis or my, my cross, blood microscopy or something, microscopy, sorry, something like this. Um, so I had never heard of this um, technique, but if you look up live blood analysis, uh, you can come to a Wikipedia page, and Wikipedia is generally a, a, a well, generally a well um, vetted place to find information. Uh, live blood analysis is the page, the Wikipedia page, and it's under their category of pseudoscientific concepts. Um, so from the Wikipedia, live blood analysis is promoted by some alternative medicine practitioners who assert that it can diagnose a range of diseases. There is no scientific evidence that live blood analysis is reliable or effective, and it has been described as fraudulent as a fraudulent means of convincing patients that they are ill and should purchase dietary supplements. Sound familiar? There we go. So, yeah, they did their the company did their independent research as they say in the in the in the in their ad, but what is that research? Well, it's not very good and it looks like it was using um, discredited methods to show uh, a, a, a preconceived conclusion. Um, just briefly going through, I mean, I read through the whole thing and it, like I said, it does not read like a, like a, like a well-done study. Uh, the data is not presented in a, in a way in which you could uh, verify it. 
you know, that's something that you have to have in a scientific paper. Ideally, you want to have something that like a methodology that you could easily replicate. Their methods are, are poor in description. Uh, and it looks like they just like took people, did this microscopy on their blood. Uh, but I don't, it doesn't say how they drew the blood or when it was, when it was tested, uh, how much blood they took, you know, all of this stuff. And they're basically just saying that we looked at the blood, uh, of people before they got exposed to the devices, after using the devices, and then a little bit after they had ceased to use the device. And they have all these pictures of what they say are blood cells. Um, and that they look all squiggly and funny when, uh, when they're exposed to the devices and they have this scale of, you know, how squiggly they look. Uh, and apparently they look all squiggly when you get exposed to these things. So it's just, I don't know, it's pretty crap to be honest. Um, and it's an example of if you see something like this, you should, begin to question it. Um, and again, especially if it's a report that's uh, commissioned by the company itself, uh, another another warning sign there. Um, from there, we have, uh, you know, all these claims, you know, there's always the uh, uh, customer claims and stuff like that, uh, which is, again, really means nothing. Um, you have a lot of people who, you know, maybe, maybe genuine again in their belief that this thing is working for them, but that's not evidence, you know, that's, that's not evidence at all. Um, and you have another, this one really, this really made me laugh. In the bottom of their ad, they have, um, a section here. It's like, as this product, as seen in business insider, business insider, credible magazine, if you click on that link to see where Business Insider talked about their product, you are taken to an, uh, uh, an article that says that this is the title of the article. Here's everything inside the over $30,000 Grammys gift bag celebrities take home this year. Great. So this product was in the Grammys gift bag. And then I actually read through the whole article. It doesn't specifically mention the product at all you know it goes through all these fancy um, moisturizers makeup bags all this stuff and at the very very bottom of the article I'm, sc I'm scrolling through it right now and I got to get all the way to the bottom you'll see there's a basically a throwaway paragraph at the end not even a paragraph it's just a uh, bold little, you know, subheadline in the in the article that says there's so much in this year's bag. Here's everything else that will be in the Grammys bag. So here's all the stuff that we didn't specifically highlight and talk about uh, that's also in there. And you see uh, a picture of these small devices. I'm tr I'm avoiding using the name because I don't want to give them um, credit. But these small little devices that you put on your devices to cancel out the EMFs. Um, and it just says, here are a few of the other items celebrities will receive in the official Grammy swag bag. And it lists the name of the product amongst a bunch of other products. So as seen in Business Insider, right? Yeah, well, they're not technically lying. Uh, it was in Business Insider. Uh, it just didn't say shit about it in Business Insider. 
uh, it just said that this product exists and celebrities got it in their gift bag, which is also probably, you know, this is my disdain for celebrity wellness stuff. If the celebrities are using it, it's probably bullshit. Um, so that's kind of it for like the specifics that I have, <laughs> the specific problems I have uh, with this, with this uh, product. Uh, in the end, uh, no reason to believe that your devices um, cause cancer or any health effects. Um, that's a little tip some little tips about what to do uh, when you're looking at these types of things. Look at the citations, do a bit of Googling, see right away if the citations are matching what they're saying, um, see right away what the citations are saying. Because like I said, you actually read these citations and, you know, they all say there's no, there's no conclusive evidence that there's a problem with these devices at all. Um, I mean, if there was, you know, we would all have cancer, right? Like we would all, you know, if, if, if these things were doing what this ad says they're doing, um, the, the rates of cancer would be skyrocketing and, and, and they're not, you know, especially brain cancers. There's no evidence that brain cancers have increased over the last 30 years when cell phones and all this stuff was coming to use. So, um, be careful for these kind of things when they, like I said, and like Andy said, Play on your motherly in instincts, your protectorate instincts, um, any kind of other emotional hook. Watch out for the sciency language. Do a bit of googling, um, and 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 if you're if you're having trouble seeing, like deciding if it's if it's real or not after that little bit of googling. Like I said, most people can, even if you're not familiar with the scientific literature and stuff like that, you'll be able to see right away that it's 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 not the claim is at least not as strong as what they what they say um this thing is definitely targeted at mothers uh all of their ad stuff when you go and like you watch their their youtube videos and stuff it's a, a lot of women mostly women mostly talking about their children um when you go to their uh another one of their citations is customer reports so trust pilot reviews um you get a lot of you know positive reviews but the thing with these things is that here's another way to think about it um there's no way to prove if it didn't work right um you have you know you can't measure the radiation most people don't have the devices to 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 measure what kind of radiation is coming off uh and compare it with their blocker device and without the blocker device um basically you just have people who say oh i was i had trouble sleeping and then i put this on and now i can sleep better well is it placebo uh is it something else that was going on in your life um you know here's the first review that comes up I bought a pack of five to put on all our devices. I'm prone to waking in the night and browsing through social media. Since using the dot, I'm not waking. I feel our devices are safer and I'd recommend them. Well, what the fuck does that mean? It means you stop looking at your phone at night. Maybe because you had the dot. Maybe it's just because you put the dot on. You're like, uh, you know, subconsciously, you're just like, I'm not going to look at my phone now because I got this dot. So it's I got to protect myself, you know, like it's there's no conclusive evidence there. It's just your feelings and it doesn't, I'm sorry, but that doesn't mean anything. Um, all sorts of things like this. 
Uh, here's one. I wanted to find one that I found. Yeah, so here's one. Uh, excellent service. Whether it's doing the job or not, not too sure. I don't own a device that can test that. However, if this is a placebo effect, it's working. My husband and I are sleeping better than before and my hands don't get hot or tingle when holding my phone for long periods of time. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, my daughter's homeschooling at the moment and her, uh, on our iPad 5 days a week. I feel happy that the energy dots, oh, there I said it. I said the product, energy dots, are on all her devices to help with the EMF radiation. So you feel safer. Great. I mean, I guess if you want to spend the 50 bucks or whatever it, to feel safer, you can. Um, here's a negative review. Zero benefits, really disappointing, and then sad faces. Uh, I haven't read this one yet, so I'll read it here live, you know, for, for all of us to hear. Um, waited some time before I wanted to write, write a review just to make sure I'm going to be accurate about the review. I have bought and used the whole range with the exception of the water dots. So I don't know what water dots are protecting you from. It's been a couple of months now and have felt completely zero relief from them. Sleep ring dots, no better sleep than before. Bracelets for both myself and husband, no extra energy whatsoever. In fact, I feel more joint pain on the hand I'm wearing the bracelet uh, or pendant around my neck, no improvement felt. Dots on all our devices and router, still feeling sick after I use either the phone or laptop. My husband is the exact same. Dots placed all around the house with, again, no improvement felt on our well-being meaning zero benefits. Wish I could have written something different after spending a large sum of money on this, but unfortunately this has been the case. This has not been the case for either myself or my husband. So again, just somebody's feelings. And of course they're not going to feel anything because it doesn't do anything. There's nothing here. <sighs> well, I think I've probably rambled on about this enough. Um, the, final, the only final thing I could say about this is the actual claim on how the device works uh, which also just seems bogus uh, apparently the device you stick it to your um, computer cell phone laptop or whatever and it uses this concept called entrainment which when I looked that up it's basically when two sort of oscillating systems match up so I guess the idea would be that it somehow emits a wave that matches the wave of the harmful but not harmful radiation coming from your device and blocks it. It says in the, in, in the ad, it says it mutes it. But yeah, that it doesn't uh, appear to be really anything because there's no evidence, no conclusive evidence that there really is a problem to begin with. So there we go. Um, that's going to be it for me. I'll link to some other uh, stuff on the show notes um, so that you can get a little bit more background information on this and then also on how these types of scams work. Like I mentioned, there's kind of a, a, a playbook and there was a, there's a really good article I found that sort of lays out that playbook uh, and so we can you can be a bit more informed about that. Um, if you want to reduce your exposure to your phone, uh, 
just to be on the safe side, I mean, yeah, go for it. Uh, use a hands-free device. Most of us are texting anyway, so there you go. I mean, maybe don't sleep with it under your pillow, uh, <laughs> that kind of thing. But yeah, there's really no reason to be afraid at this moment in time. Um, and there's no need to waste your money on these devices. Uh, so thank you again to Andy for sending in the question. I appreciate it. Uh, want to hear from you, want to hear your questions, want to do this kind of work for you. I am here for you. Use me. Follow us on Twitter, at 2 brad for you on Instagram, same handle. You can hit me up on those platforms, at bvampairdom. Um, there's a contact page on the website, 2bradforyou.wordpress.com. Uh, you can leave a, a, a question or a comment there. Thank you for reviewing uh, and rating the show on your podcast apps. Uh, much appreciated. And that's it. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now.